So welcome back to another episode of the Fever 20 News Show podcast. Today we are talking about some very, very important topics and we're just going to be talking about some general updates and stories that occurred this week in the world of FIFA 20. So it looks like we have a date confirmed for the Copa Libertadores DLC update. Now this is one of the big DLC updates coming to FIFA 20 in March and for some time we didn't really know what exact day it was coming but there is a disclaimer in one of the web pages where you go to sign up for the eLibertadores that tells you exactly when the update is coming. So on the website it says the Conmebol Libertadores content is available for download March 3rd 2020. Requires Fever 20 on the PS4, Xbox One, or PC. So I'm not sure if the Switch is going to be getting it, but the three main platforms are getting it on the 3rd of March. Later on, I'm going to be talking about some licensing news for this DLC, so make sure you stay tuned. So there's been a new ball added into Fever 20 through title update number 10, and last week I spoke about how there's a new French League ball. That one was like the non-winter version, but they also added in the winter version of that ball as well. So these are recently updated balls for the French League 2020. And it's like an orange and yellow color. It's the winter version of the non-winter ball. So this week they also confirmed that there's going to be an E-League Serie A. So this is basically like the E-Premier League or something like that. It is related to the Global Series. So you can qualify for that through you know, playing these E-League Serie A stuff. Now... I don't know about you, but this esports stuff doesn't really excite me as much as I think it should because, like, it seems like they, they hype all this stuff up, but I just don't get excited about it. I don't know why. Maybe it's just not meant for me. But the Serie A put out a few tweets about, like, the logo, the new patch for it and stuff. It just says E-Serie and it's sponsored by Tim. And then there's also some other tweets here that says, Secure a place among the greats of the E-Serie The tournament has arrived. FIFA 20. Now some say Pez is also going to have E-Serie I haven't seen anything to confirm that one, but they are definitely going to be playing a FIFA 20 tournament. An important thing, it also says that you have to reside in Italy. So you have to live in Italy to be able to participate. This is not for everyone around the world. So we have another update to this Coppola Bertadores license situation. As you all know by now, this is a bit of a mess because no one knows exactly what's happening with licensed teams and all that kind of stuff. So far, the rumor is that we're going to get some new licensed teams. But this week, there was a story about the Brazilian teams not being licensed in FIFA 20's Copa Libertadores DLC update because of Pez actually having the Brazilian League license in their game. Now, this was according to Duantes P Football, which is a verified Twitter account. And he basically put out that the Brazilian teams are not on the Libertadores in FIFA 20. The story is due to the confusion between Konami's exclusive teams and that will be in EA's game. A letter in December 2019 confirms the start of a tough discussion. So there was a few photos linked, which was basically the discussion that they had. Like, it's sort of a letter, but it's hard to understand because it's in a different language. So I translated the second page, which has a bit of info about it. So you can get an idea, but I don't really know what's going on as well at the same time. It just says, recently it was published on the EA Sports website that Libertadores and Sulamericana, and consequently the brands and the image of the athletes of the signatory clubs will become part of the FIFA 20 game from March 2020. It turns out that the signatory clubs have agreements signed prior to the receipt of the notice through which they exclusively license the commercial exploitation rights of their brands and the image of their athletes in video games produced by a competing company of EA Sports. So they are referring to Konami. Said commercial agreements have innumerable properties to be explored from part to part, counting also with substantial fines in case of breach of contract. The imminent irreparable material damage being uncontroversial as well as relevant legal insecurity hanging over the clubs, 
Thus, the signatory clubs cannot be harmed based on the obligations contained in the technical manual, which, in an obscure and summary way, had to accept them before even, know even knowing them, repeat under penalty of being unable to participate in the Libertadores 2019 and Sulamericana 2019 competitions for which they qualified on the field. So basically, when you qualify for these competitions, they have their own handbook and stuff. And from what I understand, that handbook is telling them that they need to be licensed in FIFA as well. But these clubs from Brazil signed an agreement with Konami that makes them exclusive to Konami's game. So there's a conflict already in terms of the licensing war here. Unfortunately, that's all I can basically get out of it at the moment. It's a bit hard to understand because it's not really the full picture. It's just basically one page out of possibly a long discussion. But on the EA website, it does say that you're going to be able to play with Flamengo and stuff, which are currently Brazilian clubs licensed in PES. It mentions Corinthians as well as another Brazilian club. There are clubs in there that are on the paragraph on the website, but the problem is that website was probably written months ago now, so we don't know if, if they're going to update it with new uh, stuff because of this situation here, but no one knows. I guess we'll find out really soon because it's coming out in March. Now, FIFA All-Stars replied to that tweet and said, are you prepared to play a Libertadores without Brazilian teams? Which would mean, you know, the DLC would be a waste of time because there's no Brazilian clubs a part of it. So he's making a good point. And then he goes, what is known so far is that the Brazilian teams are in the database. The players are still missing. To wait for more news, but this paints a Brazilian novel that delays the Libertador matches. I'm not sure what that part means, but uh, Lucas Bazzati also put out a thing that said, I researched this image. This is a print of JSON from the app FIFA 20 Companion. The complete file is quite extensive and is encrypted. After decrypting, I could see that the teams Flamengo, Palmeiras, Corinthians, Vasco, Sao Paulo are listed in the same file. So I'm guessing he means it's in the game codes or something. But like I said earlier, no one knows what is going on at the moment, man. These licensing wars are confusing, but we'll see. It's only a few more weeks. Maybe there'll be an update and maybe there won't be these uh, Brazilian clubs in the game. Who knows? Next up, it's time for some foot updates, and as part of the Future Stars promo, they released a new Daniel James objective thing, and basically you can get this 86 rated card, but of course, there's a few other cards that you need to do before you get there, and these are going to be found in the objective. So we've got a 75 rated card, an 80 rated card, and then an 82 rated card as well, and then if you complete everything, you get the 86 rated James. Now once you unlock everything, you can put them in an SBC for a rare player's pack, which is untradeable. Not sure why you would want to do it, but maybe there is a benefit or something. But uh, yeah, that's basically what you do. You put all the cards that you unlock in the objectives in here. Team 2 of the Future Stars got released. It features a 92 Haaland, 92 Martinez, Palacios, Hudson Odoi, Valverde, and a few other guys there as well. I think they're in packs. In terms of SBCs, they added a few in this week. They added in the Player of the Month Aguero card, 92 rated. This one is currently going for about 753,000 coins if you were to do it from scratch. It's got 91% down votes. Next one is Nicolo Barella. This one is worth 194,000 coins on the PlayStation. It's got 16% thumbs up. And in the objectives, they added in an Ossimham card, and you can also get different versions of the of the card, you know, different ratings, but you guys know how it works by now. They've had a few of these already. In one of the more crazier news stories this week, Ninja, the guy who is one of the famous streamers around the world, says that he could be a FIFA pro. Now, this guy usually plays Fortnite. I don't really know what he plays. I never watched him, to be honest. Only that time when he streamed with Drake. That was the only time I checked in. But the Major League Soccer uh, EMLS Twitter account put up, do you think Ninja has what it takes to compete in EA Sports FIFA against EMLS players? Now, this all comes because he was doing some promo with a kid or something, and then obviously they did like an interview, and he got asked a question on if he could compete in the FIFA 20 MLS series, and he goes, give me like a week in that game, 
and I'd be good. And I do have to agree with him because, you know, he's got the money. He can pump in like $100,000 in the first week, get himself a nice God squad, nice players, coins, whatever you want. He's got it with that kind of cash. And, you know, he can instantly have a God squad, which is better than 80% of the people playing the game already. And then, you know, just give him a couple more days to practice, 9 to 5 or even 12 hours a day. And, you know, it's just all about memorizing which exploits you should use. And you probably would have a decent player in Ninja if you gave him a week. So another week brings in another EA mistake. And this week is a pretty bad one. They were basically telling people that they had a De Jong reward and then they took it off them. And uh, this is what happened. So they had their viewership rewards thing going for their esports tournament that happened over the weekend. And some people won a De Jong. As you can see with this tweet, it goes, I got a message that I won De Jong for watching Fever 20's esports, but I don't have him in my club. Re-logged in like five times and nothing happens. What's up? And in the message you can see it says, Hey FIFA fan, congratulations. You've earned an untradeable Team of the Year Frankie de Jong item in Foot 20 by watching the E-Club World Cup live on Twitch. Enjoy your reward. And in fact, you can't enjoy the reward because you took it off him. And keep viewing EA Sports FIFA events for more chances to win. So that's basically the message. He's not the only one. A lot of other people got it as well. So everyone is thinking that they got a Frankie de Jong, which is a good card Team of the Year version as well. In fact, though, they came out later and said, Hey all, there was an issue where the in-game message for the Frankie de Jong item drop for watching the E-Club World Cup went to players that should not have received it. The proper players have been granted the item. Apologies for the confusion. So they've basically stuffed up a lot of people here. And this sums it up, I guess. This last mistake, in my opinion, is probably one of, if not the worst one made by EA. Not just a visual glitch or a misspelling of a name, but EA legitimately telling you that you won something, then says, nope, sorry, you didn't. Apologies for the confusion. That's how bad it sounds. Like, it is pretty bad, you know. And some people even sold some players to prepare for Frankie de Jong as well. And then they didn't even end up getting him because it was a mistake. So this is probably the craziest story. And it was reported by the Daily Mirror that an angry mum demands Xbox refund after hackers bought 36,000 FIFA gaming points. And there's also a photo attached of the kid and the mother right there. Now, a lot of people are saying that it's the kid that is lying and he's blaming these random hackers that don't exist just so he can't tell his mum that he spent her money on the credit card. But apparently, the hackers got into their Xbox account, used their credit card details and bought FIFA points for themselves or something on another account. I don't really know what's going on, but a lot of people are blaming the kid and reckon that he's lying. What do you think? And in terms of squad updates, we had one on the 7th of February. That fixes up a lot of the transfers that were missing. So players like Bruno Fernandes, Igalo are at Manchester United now. Emre Chan at Dortmund and a few other ones as well. I made a video or two videos about it a few days ago. So make sure you go and check it out to get all the latest info on that. But anyway, that's all for this week's podcast. Thank you for tuning in. If you can leave me a review on iTunes or something, that would be helpful as well. It can boost it up the rankings. And also, if you want to support the content, there is a Patreon, patreon.com slash vapexkarma. Any dollar amount does help me with the content that I make. So if you want to do that, you can do that. But anyway, I will see you next week. Thanks for being part of the podcast family.